good mood. Oh, my mood's fine. My voice is shot. What yeah. happened? I, I got some kind of infection. Oh, you got, you got sick. It's just my throat. I don't know why I'm being so intense. I'm in a good mood. This is just what I expect of you when you're in a good mood, I think. Yeah, so just like in my head that was phrased as like, you know, what's wrong? What the fuck is the matter now? (laughs) So you just got sick from something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just scratchy throat and it got worse. Fair fair enough. I thought you might have sung something or done something. No, No. didn't do anything of note. No, 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 just just got worse from (laughs) being not worse. Yeah, like you, you've been given freedom and like time to do things and just yeah. like, right, well now just fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I think that's something that the body does, isn't it? Like, we, like it, it stays alive until it has a moment to be free and happy and then it just <laughs> and then goes. it kills you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why like, you always get sick on like your holidays or your yeah. time off work. Your body goes, oh, now I don't need to be healthy. I know, fucking fuck shit. I got the amp out, I charged the batteries. I was like, yeah, do some singing on my own this week and like, get back into it. It's like, no, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, stop Just that. fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, you can always try, you got that chorus thing, is it? I don't know what it's called, but that chorus oh. thing. like uh, Oh, the one that Im- Imogen Heap. Yeah. <laughs> Imogen yeah. Heap that sings back what you're singing to it. That entire that could be- choir of laryngitis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in a good mood. I figured out how to get. I've started. To, I've come directly from the gym. Cool. So like, ex. And when I go to the gym, I feel awake, and like, yeah. just stuff starts firing. Even though I'm doing, for, I'm not as unconscious at the gym t- today. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, for those who forget, last the first time I went back to the gym after a while and had a personal trainer, I. <laughs> I just Post. collapsed, yeah. <laughs> um, which is good, but like, yeah, I, I'm, pers- I'm trying to pursue the the level of fitness that I was before, which is fucking intense, but I'm just taking it at least really like little steps just to be responsible. That's wise, because before you would train like four hours a day. Yeah, and it was great, but I think, I, I just think that's how my, I don't know whether it's just the time of my life that I did it, like... Mm. 17 through to 21 22 yeah like i don't know whether that was like a formative genetic year because i've changed my genes right everyone does yeah, if, yeah. if they put their mind to it like, <laughs> but like it's all willpower <laughs> yeah like your body just like i, I don't know gets used to certain routines uh, probably at that time of life i don't yeah. know like probably more in like younger life but now yeah i don't really I, i've got loads of sleeping problems and health problems and stuff like that but I don't, so I sleep terribly, but I feel awake when I come out of the gym. Yeah. And it's a bit of a mix between exercise and, and like relaxation in the spa area afterwards, which apparently I'm not supposed to use. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it something about diabetes in a, in a sauna? Is just, you're not, they're not allowed. I don't, should look. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. You'll, you, your sugar will go to syrup. Then... <laughs> you'll <you're> caramelize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. It's, for some reason, there's this big science on like no diabetics. That's weird. And I don't really. I know there's always a health thing of like don't stay in the jacuzzi too long because you'll poach or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. But they, people, they were like, don't stay in there for more than twenty minutes. And it's like I'm staying there for a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, like the jacuzzi they've got um, the gym I use isn't great. Like it's okay. <laughs> luckily, it's shit. <laughs> well, I just don't like I don't like. Um, the, the, the jets, like, the only real jet is, like, for your lower back. 
and I've used some nice gyms before where it was like there was jets for your lower back, your calves, and your upper back. Yeah. And I would just stay in those forever. Yeah. Because like, I've got so much tension in my upper back because of, of so much rage. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I, I genuinely thought it was funny when I was growing up to have j- massive trapezius maximus, yeah. which is just like the, the, the big the, well, the, the, the big, the, big the, muscle. The, the muscle to your neck. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the little bump between your shoulder blade and your neck, yeah. which in great people is huge because <laughs> it seems so unnecessary. Apparently it's a sign of steroid use. Is it? Like overly well, emphasized traps. It's right. one of the things they look for. Well, I think people don't exercise them that much. The yeah. only reason people have exercised them is for cosmetic purposes. Yeah. Like, you only use it when you're picking something off the ground with your with your traps. And most people use their back because it's easier and it makes more sense. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've always found those muscles, like, really interesting. So I've always, yeah. like, built them up. But it's caused them to be, like, really tense, <laughs> angry muscles. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've always got that fucking uh, tension there. I'm not allowed to use hot waxing strips either anything Why? warm <laughs> i'm not meant to use warm thing oh well no not me Tea, apparently coffee type yeah. <laughs> type ones apparently not to, but and i'm pretty sure i'm a type two i always forget which is probably problematic yeah i don't inject myself with anything and apparently if you're warm the insulin you inject gets absorbed quicker so that's just another kick in the teeth isn't it Ugh. just stay cold forever <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> if you want to live but that means. But how do you have showers? Yeah, and you just baths, shouldn't have like, hot showers. <laughs> just, just live a miserable yeah. life. Well, that said, you tend to just wash yourself off with a hose in the garden, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I don't like hot showers. I like I like ice cold showers. I don't. I can't deal with hot showers. I get in a shower to Vix has been in, and like I burn myself every is time it, I always forget that women she's thing? I don't I'm, know because I've only met women who like her, like her dad does roasting hot showers as well yeah. and I think my dad does I, yeah. I, maybe it's I, I don't know I don't know what it is but. it's good for your sinuses but like yes but it's uncomfortable it's just not <laughs> just it's not nice and I understand it's not a temperature that's doing any damage to you like physically mm. you're not burning your skin yeah. it's only the same as if you've got a cold hand and you put it in warm water and it feels roasting like it's that same kind of level it's not actually doing any damage but a shower is meant to be good and refreshing and nice it's not it's not meant to feel like hell well it's like hot drinks isn't it like some people drink like drink them while they're scalding yeah drinks. my dad does that as well yeah and it, that's, it. that's probably just the same thing it's just you just get used to yeah. you know you burn some of the senses in your yeah. in your mouth <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is great. Whereas yeah. I'll drink it pretty much down to cold and I'll be fine. I can do what... There I is c- a good temperature, but yeah. it's never, like, boiling. I can do the frog thing. You know, they say when you if you put a frog in cold water and turn the heat up, like, it won't... That you shouldn't have pets, basically. Some shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if I, get into, if I get into a cool shower, I can gradually turn the heat up until it's at a level that I wouldn't normally be able to step yeah. into. But I think it's, it's just going into it straight away. I just can't do it. Yeah. No, I love uh, my favorite thing about my, one of the gyms I used to go to was uh, talk about the gym because I've been to the gym once. Right? <laughs> uh, was uh, was plunge pools? Yeah, they're so pools. fucking good. Just they, ice they got cold a nice water. One at uh, Fenton. Did you, get, did you use the one at Fenton? Uh, the one at Fenton is they've got it's gender specific sp- uh, spa. So like between certain hours, only men or women can oh, use right. it. That's changed since I was. And I, th- I think I, I think that's college, largely during so. the day. Yeah. And then there was like, oh, if you come in the evening, it's for everyone. Yeah. And I just I just didn't go. Yeah. 
Um, I think I plunged, but it looked a bit weird. It's about the size of this table, which isn't relative to anybody listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's a, it was about eight feet tall, so you didn't touch the bottom. You just like jumped yeah. in, and it, was, and it was freezing cold. It was ace. I mean, well, the only like, I'm a member of two gyms now, like, so like I might end up start using that in the evening if it's got, got two. Ball. I might go to one. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, as soon as I start, I've got. I'm such an addict. Mm. But in, I don't know how, I still haven't found a right way to articulate it, but just intense, it's just intensity. If I get fucking drawn into something yeah. and exercise is, is something I always got kind of drawn into after a while that, yeah, I'd probably end up just using both gyms, <laughs> use that sauna and then go on the way home. Cause it's on the way home. Just jump to the sponge ball on the way back. Clothes on. <laughs> yeah, just nail it. But I just, I, one thing I forgot was the gym culture. Uh, like uh, yeah. just completely forgot just because one when I was really um, training and stuff like that it was in a very empty gym it was on a university campus so like I would stay there for the summer and still use it so the yeah, <laughs> university yeah. would be closed yeah it would just be me walking around a gym <laughs> um, but yeah you just forget like this <laughs> today I've got a personal trainer and he came up to me to like oh hey how's it going um, today to check how I was doing but I was listening to music yeah. but I forgot that because of my beard apparently it hides headphones oh, so-, <laughs> <laughs> so he came up to me and I was I was boxing he came up to me to like I could see him say something and I was like yeah. you can probably see the headphones I started <laughs> taking off the gloves and like trying to do stuff with my face and he just slowly started backing away <laughs> and then I took it and went oh oh right sorry I didn't see your headphones because of the beard I thought like I thought you, something was wrong <laughs> but the uh, uh, there was a receptionist that I try and cheap I try to be a bit cheeky and light-hearted with with people in general because like yeah. I just don't like people being normal well I don't, not I don't like yeah, it fuck them not, not that like it's just it's boring isn't it everyone's yeah, normal I understand what you mean so just hey light it up with something inappropriate or weird yeah so I try, tried to uh, try to ask about I think it was Pilates uh, uh, yeah I was trying to struggle between doing Pilates or Tai Chi and I didn't I didn't care which one so I was like hey if you, which, which do you prefer and it's just <laughs> just hatred yeah just complete and utter just bile just like you're just do one of them yeah, and I, I can only do one because there's a time slot thing that overlap. Like, which one would you do? I don't know. I'd do something different. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, you know, which one's more fun? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I Just, always do I that. Don't have like, any time. I always do that at restaurants or, like, food stores and stuff. If I can't decide what I have, I always ask them, like, like what, what would you have? What would you like? Mm. And then, like, what, what's, what's your deal? What do you, what, yeah. And then, like... It's nice. You strike up a conversation with the with the waiter or the waitress. You build a rapport, and it um, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's nice. It just, I just makes the affair a bit more personal, I guess. Yeah, well, I think for me, I genuinely don't care. It's like if if I, I'll eat anything in a restaurant situation, I'll eat anything. So yeah. it's literally if I can't decide, just can you just bring me something? I don't care. <laughs> no, but sorry, yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I bring you something you're allergic to. I'm not allergic to anything. Just bring yeah. me something. Don't <laughs> bring me sugar. The fuck it. But yeah, and when I was away, like it was somewhat annoying to be pulled into someone else's life. But eventually, you just realise it's much easier just to bullshit along with everyone. Yeah, just be like, oh, you know, do you like do you like beef? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you're having the beef. There you go. <laughs> just fucking yeah. enjoy. It. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, <laughs> again, when I, when I was last, it's weird because it's like it's like I've um, quantum leaped, right? Because last time I was gymming it, I was like 18 to 20, like, and a bit over and a bit below, and now I'm nearly 30. 
Yeah. And when I was 18 to 20, that's where I learned a lot of my social skills <laughs> was like by talking to people and stuff. Because I used to go with, uh, I used to go with my mum actually. To the so gym? Used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to do spinning classes and, oh, yeah. and everything like that. Cool. And so he got into other stuff. And my mum's like a real people person. So mm. she knew everyone in the gym. And I would just start talking to people like, you know, two, tw- twice my age and kind of learning that kind of like, hey, that kind of social kind of interaction. Yeah. But now that I'm 30, like, I have that same reaction. I was in Pilates <laughs> in the end and started, I fell back into that rhythm with this um, woman behind me. And it's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Do you mind if I, do you mind if I park in front of you? You look like you know what you're doing you know just overly friendly yeah you, you probably don't know that side of me anymore but no like, i've seen that guy friendly, in a long time supportive it's like hey it's okay it's all I've seen that guy since day one <laughs> i used to be a hippie <laughs> i know <laughs> so it started doing it but then i realized the, <laughs> just completely oblivious that now there's some kind of sexual undertone because uh, i'm yeah. older it's not like oh the 18 year old is talking to the 40 year old yeah now the, th- the near th- the near 30 is I talking to the from 40s. a distance you are threatening regardless of <laughs> who you're approaching or anything like that is your silhouette threatening yeah well when i walked in the lights were off the instructor wasn't there it was a bunch of old people there i just went hi i'm nick <laughs> <laughs> What do we do? Is there a mat? What do I do? Like, yeah, just go there and take your shoes off, please. Yeah, that's Matt. He'll tell you what to do. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nurse! <laughs> What's a nurse doing? What, yeah. what do you do in Pilates, then? I still don't think I know. Well, it's just... It was for old people, right. basically. I mean, it's no cardio whatsoever, and it's basically yoga positions focused on posture. Right. Um, so lots of like upper back exercises and stuff like that, that wasn't built to stretch things. It's just built mm. to kind of like do low impact movements with. Right. Okay. So like, um, uh, you ever, like, have you ever laid on your, yeah, yeah. Have you ever laid on your back and kind of raised your feet up a little bit? Yeah. Just to work your lower abdominals. That's, yeah. Uh, we didn't do that, but it's those kind of exercises. Right. It's okay. like no weights, no nothing. You can kind of do whatever you want and it's yeah. meant to open stuff up, which I did kind of do. Mm. But uh, but yeah, it was just with a bunch of old people, and I was like the only guy, and the only guy there was bald with beard, yeah, <laughs> and, and questioningly flexible. Yeah, it's just it's still able to do like again. It's just that's what I mean. Like when you were talking about, you went to um, uh, kickboxing stuff, and then yeah. we do a podcast, yeah, and you'd be knackered afterwards. Yeah, I just haven't reached that level of intensity, but in my mind. It's because I either collapse or carry on. <laughs> I even tried the battle ropes again today and I was just oh. like, bum, 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 bum. No. No. You felt <laughs> didn't, yourself this time. <laughs> didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I just felt stupid because battle ropes are a stupid thing to do. It's, it is it's a really, very look at me exercise. Yeah, I mean, you have to smash them on the floor no matter how softly you hit them. Yeah. It's like, bam, 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 bam. What's this fat guy doing? He's just... <laughs> Skipping rope on yeah. his own. He doesn't know how to row. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't fucking know what he's doing. Uh, but yeah, trying to... Uh, yes, yeah, it's good. It's improvement. It's good. Yeah. Another personal training session on Friday, which I'm going tr- to bring my own defibrillators. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, um, yeah, that's generous. That's good. <laughs> Consider it. Yeah, yeah. And see, and see how it goes. But it's just, it takes up so much time, you forget... But it's, it means it the rest bec- of your time is more efficient. Yeah, it's the, the shit that I never really accounted for. It was just like, oh, I only, I only need to work out. It's only going to take me like 40, 45 minutes, maybe 50 minutes at the most. And it does, but it's the time in between. Mm. Travelling to and from, the getting changed, the showering, like all of, it all adds up. And before you know it, it's 
been two hours instead of 40 minutes. Yeah. And because I'm shit at keeping time, I've only accounted for 40 minutes and now I can't do something else. Yeah, well, that's me. I mean, mine was like about two hours, two and a half hours today. And I was almost rushing that as in, uh, uh, yeah, because it was almost like, oh, I could stay in the relaxation stuff for longer. I could do more exercise. It was like, oh, no, I should get on and, and go and do stuff. But it could easily be three hours just in one section yeah. and just try and fit it in along with a dog and a job and <laughs> yeah. all this kind of shit. I like to try and superset things. That saves a bit of time, but it's not always mm. possible. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing all the cardio. I mean, I, start, I did one weight exercise today and I felt incredible. Yeah. Like, I'm just built for weights. Yeah. Again, just for doing it for like four years or whatever. I, think, I, th- I, th- I never used to believe it, but I do just think weights are the superior exercise. I think it's, yeah, just think, a bit. Well, if you do like a really good run. It depends on your body type. Like it depends. I suppose it depends on how much weight you carry and mm. everything like that. But initially, like if you're trying to lose weight, it makes sense to to lift weights. So like mm. when once you actually go into the physiology of it all, that's what Schwarzenegger started. Was like t- yeah. like back in the eighties, like tennis players would never lift weights. They were against lifting weights. And as yeah. soon as you're like, no, it strengthens all of your muscles that you're working. So you'll just be better. Yeah. So just do that. Um, but it's, it's different kind of highs, but the, 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 the high from weights is so much more immediate and familiar for me. Yeah. Like when you go on like a really long run, then you run fast and you get into like a really good rhythm, that kind of endorphin rush at the end of that is incredible. I was incredible. having that discussion with my mum. That's why it's like so much more difficult to get into cardio and why it's mm. so much easier to give up because the, the, the amount, the amount of time you have to wait yeah, yeah. to just get that. But with weights, you get that kick after every set. Mm. like that's it like within within a minute you'll have that brush that yeah. dopamine like that completion kind of thing yeah it, it's different but yeah it's definitely a lot more immediate and more controlled when you're doing yeah. weights and stuff yeah. but I don't I've got no problem with weights if I start doing weights I'll just fucking go get into it intensely so like focus you on cardio yeah try and get it sorted so yeah slowly improvements mm. stuff getting better yeah on the flip side um, <laughs> well no let's, let's keep it on exercise shall we this uh, I'm going to freestyle this one because I was meant to write notes and then I decided to stay in the steam room for a bit longer. <laughs> um, so <laughs> everyone needs motivation, right, to get to get exercising, especially running. You know, it's like wake yeah. up early in the morning, oh, stay in bed, have a shower, have a big yeah. breakfast, do that. Um, this woman, um, who I can't remember exactly where it is, but it's in America. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Police are hunting a woman who won't stop shitting in a family's garden. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm nicking this up because I don't like the word poop. Right, I just don't yeah. like it, so I'm just going to replace yeah, it. No, um, the children of the household were the first to catch the runner mid-shit with her, pids, with her pants around her ankles. Oh, um, immediately, they ran to get their mother. And they're like, there's a lady taking a shit. So they come outside, and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> she confronted the woman, asking, are you really shitting right here in front of my kids? Uh, she said, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We thought the woman would be mortified, you know, clean up the shit and not run around this house again. Uh, but that would have been, like, too easy. The family kept finding the runner's shit um, and the dirty paper napkins she leaves behind. So this oh. is, like, this is... The more it goes on, the more it's, like, she wasn't running and desperately needed a shit and couldn't find anywhere. Just like, what she, she, does. She, she brought napkins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saw a news segment on it and... Uh, 
there's portaloos in the park that she runs through. Like, so there's, <laughs> there's public restrooms and everything. She's running past. And every day she's like, what can I do to get myself motivated? <laughs> well, I've got to shit in that family's cut. <laughs> What what do you mean? Isn't that bad? Yeah, but they caught me and now it's hilarious. <laughs> Maybe it's a fetish. That, that's what's been suggested. Coincidentally as well, I heard this. This must be quite old because I actually heard this on um, today's episode of your mum's house podcast. Yeah. And they record like at least a week in advance, I think. So, and they talk about how, yeah, it must, he thinks it's a, Tom Segura thinks it's a fetish thing where she likes, mm. she likes being caught. Or, yeah. You know, she, <laughs> she gets that kind of sick enjoyment out of it. Caught by kids. <laughs> yeah, shitting. <laughs> but she, yeah, she leaves uh, dirty paper napkins and uh, the apparently remorseless runner has shat on the sidewalk in front of the Bud family home at least once a week for the past <laughs> seven weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> Apparently, um, uh, they managed to get a photo of her. They call her the Mad Shitter. <laughs> <laughs> she's caught the woman three times during shitting. <laughs> three times. Well, she's not trying to hide it. Is she? No. Not. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, I'm shitting in a gun." So that's going to leave. Um, she has the house has posted flyers addressed to the female jogger that continuously uses our walkway as her toilet around her neighbourhood, asking the woman to stop. Um, but the runner hasn't changed her ways. <laughs> um, but, 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 but a little bit further on. Uh, it, obviously, it's indecent exposure. The police are involved, you know, because you're, you're shitting in front of kids. Yeah, as you say, it's like yeah. it's, it's almost sexual. Um, yeah, and it's being, it's being done completely intentional. Um, but the thing I find funniest is they put a sign on the wall next to where she shits. And the sign says, please... I'm begging you, please stop. <laughs> Not like no shitting, just like, please stop shitting, my God. Why? <laughs> the runner has been seen running past it 15 times yesterday, and she's still past, shit. I'm running past the side. Yeah. I'm running past her shit. Like, I did that. <laughs> She ran by it 15 times yesterday, so she must be running, must like, be doing laps. laps. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but whenever you need to get in shape, you know, she'll live yeah. longer, better coronaries. <laughs> better coronary? Coronary is when you have a heart attack, isn't it? Uh, cardiovascular system. Words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you can find... If that can motivate you to get in shape, all for Not it. having a shit outside someone's house. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's once you know they're horrified. Like once you know they're horrified, you just there is some sort of like I should keep doing this. Exactly. Yeah. Like most people, they get that. They, I, I mentioned it before uh, to a friend of mine that I love confrontation. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase it because it doesn't sound quite right yet. But it's when you do something that somebody has opposed, mm. and they call you on it. Yeah. And you get into that little moment, and most people go, "Oh, I'm very, very sorry." And they kind of step away. But the enjoyment I get out of it is then just like, just carrying on. Yeah. It's not knowing that if this offends you. And I, I, I'm, it's not that I want to offend you. It's I just, you think you can, you think your offense is more important than my running. You know, yeah. <laughs> I run every day. I need to shit. We're people. <laughs> well, people who do like regular exercise, there is this common trait of being 
uh, quite like heavily motivated and it leads people to like positions of quite like high power and, mm. and, and high stress and stuff maybe this is just like the only way she's found that relieves stress like effectively <laughs> like you don't understand I can't stop my job is just it's <laughs> yeah. either this or I come home and beat my kid yeah what do you want <laughs> I mean you, you should be the bigger people this is the highlight of my day this is my crack <laughs> Please, please stop doing that. <laughs> oh, you've jo- you've only made it better. Exactly. <laughs> she clearly doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh, it's so delicious, your pain. Your desperation, it fuels me. I can't wait to digest this shit on the side. Mm. <laughs> um, up onto the other side, an 84-year-old man uh, died after choking on a piece of ribeye steak while celebrating his 57th wedding anniversary. Which I... <laughs> which you probably shouldn't laugh at, right? But, I'm, you know, I find it funny. Um, <laughs> Michael Pitts was dining with his wife, Joan, 78, at the Grapevine Restaurant in Odiham, Hampshire, on the 16th of June, when meat became lodged in his throat. Restaurant staff and paramedics tried to resuscitate him, but he died in hospital. Um, Coroner Andrew Bradley recorded a verdict of death by misadventure. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? What the fuck is that? Just fucking death by misadventure. Doing something he shouldn't have been doing. He was. <laughs> he, he intended to go on some epic quest. We wasn't skydiving. Like. <laughs> oh, it's actually an English law term. Apparently, death caused by a person accidentally while performing a legal act without negligence or intent to harm. Right. So it's just accidental okay. so it's just accidental death. death. Yeah. It's not, but... but it doesn't sound... Like, it sounds like misadventure, sounds like you meant like to go... death by You meant to go accident. save the princess, but yeah. you accidentally killed the dragon. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah. Um, so yeah, death by misadventure. Um, the steak was That's chewy. Like climbing apparently. a tree and you fall off. Yeah, like just accidental, yeah. unintended like, you would pain. think like death by choking. Like that yeah. would be a perfectly valid choking, term. asphyxiation, loss yeah. of breath. Because if someone says, "Oh, how did he die?" He's like, "Oh, misadventure." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to put a plaque by the coffin to explain it to everyone. Uh, they did add. He added a post mortem examination showed the cause of death was asphyxia, right. contributed to by heart disease and old age. Yeah. So I guess the the legal verdict is misadventure, but the medical reasoning is different. Uh, Mrs. Pitts told the Basingstoke inquest her husband had complained that the steak was a bit chewy, but when asked by the waiter if he wanted it changed, he said that it was probably just the cow. <laughs> right. It was his sense of humour, she added. She continued, I just saw him coughing and I thought he had something, you know, contagious. I told him to have a glass of water and then his arms went down and he just kind of fell backwards. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you want a drink? That's it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Uh, I think I think death should always be funny. I mean, I know it's not. Like, I know some people aren't don't find it very funny, but it's such a final, extreme decision. It's yeah. the ultimate drop the mic moment. If you're just like, well, I'm just going to die then. <laughs> Especially like, I mean, what is it they say? They say that some people um, in re- like long-term relationships live longer than they, in quotes, should. 
so that they can see their partner more. And then once the part one partner dies, the other the one other dies very quickly shortly yeah. afterwards. So there's definitely like a mental, or let's say mental. There's definitely a subconscious thing in your head that helps you die or helps you live. Yeah, in some way or other dynamic. Um, so just I don't know whether it was like fifty-seven years I've been married to you, <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> I've got chewy steak. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't breathe. That's it. I'm off. I can't be asked anymore. I'm out. I'm off on a misadventure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking of misadventure, in other news, I don't know if this can be, it's somewhat misadventure. Um, you know, um, uh, Noel Fielding? Yeah. He started um, hosting uh, the Bake Great Off. British Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah. With um, Sandy The one you Toxvig. don't like. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't like her because one, she reminds me of a serial child abuser. Um, just <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> she she looks like a serial child abuser that, oh, I, right. that I know. Oh right, okay. So I was like, I don't really like this. Person. <laughs> <laughs> something, something about you. Uh, but um, she also, I, I, I just don't like. I don't like the Stephen Fry esque yeah. trivia. It's the QI thing, thing isn't it? Yeah. I, and QI is an all right show. I have watched it in. I've never watched it because oh, QI's on. But I've put it on in the background and watched a few series. Yeah. It's just I don't like the enjoyment people get out of knowing pointless things. Yeah. Like if you know pointless things, then great. But don't be, you know. Don't be gluttonous and arrogant about the fact that, well, I know the the sex of all the reindeers in Santa's sleigh. Or like, okay. <laughs> like, nobody's nobody's brought this up. You've just brought it up to try and make yourself look really intelligent. Make yourself look really good. I can't, I can't deal with it. And then the whole thing is like, we're going to bring you a question and you're going to say what the stupid people usually say. I'm going to send off some klaxons. Yeah. And <laughs> we trapped you. You sounded like one of the stupid people. Yeah. Uh-oh, Dr. Retard over here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always for something, something so stupid. It's something so trivial. That's the thing. But it's the whole point of the show. So I can't be too angry about well, it's it. Just it but I've never like, really you can't be like it. oh I fucking hate runners and then watch a hundred meter dash it's like well, <laughs> why did you watch it no it's not that it's that in, in that context it makes sense they're all running but if like someone was like so into running like the, Paula Radcliffe was like everything she ever did she tried to turn it into while I do a marathon you know <laughs> <laughs> just like look at me look at me look what I can do look what I know look, look what's going on with me and it's just like no Paula just just bake the cake. Just make the omelet. Yeah. yeah, just fucking... This isn't about the amount... You, there's, there should be more to you than running. Just like... There should be more to you than trivia. Just please expand a little bit on something else. Yeah. But I quite like QI. I don't like it like it, but I quite like it. It's okay. But, yeah, the whole um, Sandy Toxfix explained. But Noel Fielding, um, unfortunately, went through some misadventure on Great Bitch Bake Off. One, people think... I think they think he's doing a posh voice because he's doing a posh show and people are criticizing him for that. And it's like, have you ever watched a film where somebody plays somebody from somewhere else and they use an accent? <laughs> it's t television. Like, he isn't in your kitchen. Just he's Noel Fielding talking to posh people about cake. He's, he's got a fairly posh voice anyway. Yeah, but apparently he talks a little slower and uses longer words. But when well, he's tried to be himself... That's direction. That's... When he tried to be himself... Um, Ofcom said it received at least 28 complaints 
regarding Tuesday night's episode amid criticism for some viewers who were concerned about the safety of their viewers and that the stunt sent out the wrong message. What did he say? He got out of a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a setup shot after the break. and um, or, or it was an image. No, it was a tweet, right? And it was Sandy Togsvig opening the fridge and Noel Fielding's inside. And the caption reads, just when you thought Noel Fielding couldn't get any cooler. So yeah, it's just a promotional just a image. Guy in a fridge. <laughs> but people... People were like, well, that sends the wrong message to children. Like, people complain about Indiana Jones. It wasn't just because of the guy in the fridge. Like, it's because it, it was a terrible film. Or just fucking, just, it's a get one, it's 28 complaints. So it's, it's not, unless you're broadcasting to 50 people, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. Just leave them alone. Only 28 people thought this. And then you go, oh, what if they don't speak English or know the contact details or whatever? Yeah, but 28 out of, I'm assuming, at least 100,000 people tuned in to watch. And that's like, it's probably millions, right? But say 100,028 people complained. Just tell them to go fuck themselves. I don't... Put them in a fridge. But, the... <laughs> <laughs> but like, normally I can, I can get in the mindset of someone who complains about the language that someone uses or a joke that someone tells that they that offends them like mm. i can understand people being upset that they're offended they're fucking stupid mm. but like i can understand people complaining about it because they were offended by something but what's to be offended about a guy in a fridge well uh, they think it in endangers children because children see it and then they get in the fridge <laughs> And then kid get in the fridge. Now, when I was a kid, I would have loved to have get in the fridge. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't. I can totally see the logic of children being like, I think I've got I could a chest be in this fridge. <laughs> yeah, there's something about like, decent. hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like kids love hide and seek because yeah. they're surprising people. Yeah. Kids like it when it's a bit cold sometimes. So yeah, yeah just in the fridge for a bit. You just have to make sure they find you. That's all. I've seen dog owners. Uh, there was a, a video recently. A dog in the fridge. Yeah. Like, it was a little French bulldog. Yeah. And it was like, uh, uh, every time we go for a walk afterwards, I put him in the fridge. <laughs> like, open the door and it crawls into that, like, bottom shelf. Oh, right. Where the veg goes and the, the drawer's been taken out. It just lies in there for a bit. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not hygienic. So, like, so, so you can die if you get in a fridge because for, like, a really long time. Yeah. Because of right. the, the, it was airtight. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's a vacuum, yeah. so it's just, it, it will kill you. Yeah. But teach your kids not to kill themselves, or teach them about vacuums, teach them about don't hide, don't hide somewhere that you cannot escape. Because yeah. again, if you're in there and you're feeling lightheaded, again, teach them to get some air, so get out yeah. of the fridge. But it's people just thinking, it's 28 people furious at the idea that Noel Fielding's in a fridge. <laughs> it's just fucking chill the fuck uh, out. Chill the, the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> Go defrost somewhere else. Yes. Oh, God. So it's kind of an English, you know, reaction. I guess. Like, What's he doing in that fridge? <laughs> suppose, Nigel yeah. got in the fridge when he was a child. He's never been the same since. It, it, it baffles me that this is the country that made Monty Python. Like, you, well, you can't be offended by bizarre things anymore. Like, that's it's so stupid. Well, I'm going through a phase now where I think I should laugh less, right? At least in public. Not in public, public. in cinemas, it's fine. Mm. But I find stuff to... F I enjoy 
funny stuff to so much that I don't allow it to get to the next level. Right. Like, there's a certain level of comedy. Where it's, it's quite... It's got many layers, but I feel like it have so many more layers. Yeah. Like, a good example of this is... Um, uh, South Park, I guess, with someone like PC Principal or, mm. or the Danish stuff that's going on, where it's just... It's like that being offended by that. I, I can see, well, this is what created Monty Python is people complaining about that. And then they get, no, 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 this is too silly. Like yeah. none of this, none of this. And the, 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 the ridiculousness of this whole situation being satirically mocked. Yeah. But because I think you can't really control these, these, these people because these 28 people have had this opinion and feel the need to tell the world and feel the need to be seen as rebels who are going to change everything and challenging the system and fuck the, fuck the police and all yeah. that kind of stuff. That if you confront them or if you question them or if you mock them, I think they get, def- they get defensive or they shut down. And that's what, I'm do- well, that's what I kind of do at the moment, the mocking the situation. Yeah. But what if you just join them, Right. And then build them up together. I think this is what trolling is is supposed to be in the strongest sense, is to then take them people and f- and take them seriously, move them whilst completely disagreeing with them, but pretending to be like, oh yeah, this is great. I believe, yeah, nobody should be put in a fridge. I mean, they've put meat in a fridge. Meat used to be people. Don't put that in, right? They put they put plants in the fridge. What plants aren't people? And then it's, <laughs> and then just take their ridiculous, misdirected anger. Yeah, and just put it in a light, put it in the real world light where people can see that it's absolute nonsense. Yeah, I mean, doing it with something like um, uh, gender pronouns, like being like, I understand what you want and I understand what you're trying to do, but I think you're putting too much hatred and anger into this. So I think that if there is any hatred or anger in trying to ask somebody to call you by a different pronoun or name, yeah. then as soon as you start putting hatred and anger into it, I think it becomes something else. And maybe you're being a bit misadventurous yeah. uh, with that kind of thing. So but I, it feels disingenuous like if, I, if I was to do something like that. So I think these 28 complaints are just absolutely fucking ridiculous and I think it's just like it's the way that people are they don't know how to deal with their own emotions their own fears of fridges you know (laughs) how they don't want to talk to their kids they try and let the television teach them how to live their life and stay alive I can't remember the last time I I don't I don't I don't know if I've ever like lodged an official complaint Mm. with anything Mm. Like, gone down that road of, like, oh, if I was upset at, like, a restaurant or something because one of the waiters is a cunt or, like, whatever. Like, I I don't think I've ever gone down a line of actually making anything official. I've just been like, well, that was annoying. And then that's kind of it. (laughs) The closest I've done recently is, you know, outside my house there's, like, bad drivers and kids and stuff like that. There's kids that started playing in the street more and more and just... For jumping out of the road, not jumping, jumping, but forcing me to to, to apply the brakes. Yeah, and my my response has not been to complain or to tell their parents or anything <laughs> like that. It's just been to do the perfectly reactive, fuck's sake, but in a in a polite way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of like a intake of breath and then a. <sighs> just breathe out the nose <laughs> and just like tilt your head a little bit, so they know that you're pissed. Yeah. But they're kids, and so sometimes the parents see, and the parents don't do anything because fuck your kids, right? Yeah. But there was someone left a bike in the middle of the road on the way here. Just a bike. <laughs> no one on it. Everyone else is on bikes, so someone's parked their bike in the middle of the road. Oh. And I should complain to the parents, but I think any parent who's taught their child that that's okay 
isn't going to correct that behaviour. Yeah, it's just how, it's just where it's, it's teaching kids to respect their property or whatever. Like I, I, I don't think I was ever that bad, but I know at some point um, I, I had a bike and my and uh, I got a helmet mm. and uh, I was drive, I was riding up the road and I took it off and like sat at the top of the hill for a bit and then came back and forgot my helmet and it was just sitting on top of the hill mm. and then I told my dad and I was just like oh, I've just got to go and get it I left it up there and I came back and he grounded me. Like, mm. and it's because would you like we didn't have a lot of money, and this yeah, helmet yeah, yeah. was trying. I'm I'm trying to stop you getting killed, and you've just left it there. You need to learn to respect your things, and like so, like I and I don't. I think everything's so disposable now that people don't really care. Like I, I don't think that. I think it's difficult to instill that same sense of care about things when money is kind of so available and things are so cheap. But it's not, it shouldn't be about the value of no, the, the no, thing. No, it shouldn't. It's all it's it the principle of it. So I think that, especially with people having kids who just shouldn't be having kids or people having kids without educating themselves on what to do if you have kids. I mean, I've got no kids. So I'm talking mm. about a position that's like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. But I think my reaction to that situation is, I think there's two ways of getting through to people. There's directly, which is like pulling someone aside and saying like, look, just upfront and honest, I think what you're doing is incorrect. Mm. This is what I would do to fix it. And it, whether and that would in that situation be with the parents probably because I can't go pulling kids aside. Um, no. So like direct com- com- communication. But I think that most people are against authority and against you know, being told what to do, against yeah. being criticised because you know they just don't they they want to think that everything they're doing is right. Yeah. So I think the only other way to do that is to start running these kids over. It's just <laughs> <laughs> there's it's direct the progression. There's direct communication, and then there's just. Let them like they, if they, if their kid is, keeps on like putting their fingers in fire, yeah. you, go, you can tell the parents stop telling start telling your kids not to burn himself. Yeah, and if they don't, you just go right. Well, the fire will just burn him, yeah. and that will get through to him much stronger than his weak ass parents. Yeah, so just let the fire burn him. Just let let them carry on. They'll get hit by a, by a car. And hopefully, they won't die. And they'll That's learn just from it. Though, like the fire doesn't care. The fire just has. There is no consequence as far as the fire is concerned. It's just existing. Mm. So like. If that's a, the same kid as, is, like, a kid the is like edging his finger towards it and watching his parents at the same time, mm. like look what I'm doing, look I'm going to get hurt or something, and like yeah, but with a, with a with a car, it's like that you have to make a conscious decision, I suppose. But then one day they're oh, going to. No, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that I will intentionally run these kids down. That, that was oh. true, but. Like, there's the way that the same way the fire doesn't care, so does a drunk driver who's rushing yeah. home. But one day they're going to jump out a split second too late and you're mm. not going to be able to stop. Yeah. And I, and I mean, literally, like, they're cycling their, their bike on the path and they're doing circles in the street yeah. and they don't look when there's a car coming yeah. and just completely. And that's what's been happening. I've been like, yeah. just please look behind you if you're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cars are bigger than you and just people get used to it. So I think direct confrontation with these 28 complaints, I'm going to keep on bringing it back, uh, <laughs> 28 complaints, um, it just wouldn't work. So it's whether it's uh, trolling them by trying to make something bigger and, and yeah. try and get people along with it. But it just feels dis- disingenuous. <laughs> I just wish people would be able to be uh, wise enough, not even educated enough or smart enough, just wise yeah. enough to question themselves in order in order to fix something up. But... In terms of questioning yourself, and in terms of Britishness, um, <laughs> this guy, in, to me, um, represents British, mm. British child, British Britishness, right? Uh, it's a teenage boy, um, was moments away from carrying out a high school massacre 
after going to class with a shotgun, a knife, a balaclava, and 200 rounds of ammunition. <laughs> a court has heard. The polite model student armed himself with the intent of carrying out, in quotes, a shooting that would have taken a dreadful place in the history of truly wicked crimes. <laughs> what? Um, committed in Britain. But he had a last-minute change of heart. Uh, the boy, who cannot be named, took the double-barreled shotgun with 200 cartridges from his dad's cabinet with the knife balaclava and ear defenders. Gotta look after your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, he then spent his final lesson with the firearm concealed in his trousers um, in Warwickshire before excusing himself from the class and going to a side room. As he was putting on the ear protectors in preparation for his massacre, he suddenly saw sense and just phoned 999. <laughs> Yeah, there's a kid here. It's me. It's, um, yeah, look, it's... I'm going to commit... Um, I think I, I tweeted it. I think it was a shooting that would have taken a dreadful place in the history of truly wicked crimes in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I just don't know if I'm feeling it anymore. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just can't be asked. No. His it, final lessons. It was the end of the day. So, like, from... He got there at eight with a shotgun in his pocket. <laughs> Wearing a balaclava with a knife in his teeth. Jesus. What are you wearing those ear defenders for? <laughs> he was putting on the ear defenders. And was like, hmm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was... How did he... How do you get that far, though? Like, that's the, yeah, without that's anybody thing. noticing or anything. Like, when did he send well, the tweet? <laughs> um, what what did, did he say it... I don't know. I'm assuming it was a tweet. It might not have been a tweet, but he stated it somewhere. It might have been. No, he wouldn't have stated it in the court because he must have been thinking of of that kind of thing. That was his intention before. But uh, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's in a bag, so I'm assuming if he's got the shotgun in his trousers, it must be like a sawn-off shotgun. Yeah, right. It's not like a, a like a long neck or anything like that. So it's going to be easy to fit in a rucksack with a balaclava and knife. 200 yeah. rounds of ammunition, which I'm assuming are shotgun shells, yeah. which is a lot of ammunition. That's a lot of reloading. I don't think you've got time. <laughs> it's a lot of bag space. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, they didn't name him. Uh, Timmy, where's all your school books? Couldn't fit them in my bag. Yeah. You know, why? No reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the knives. <laughs> when, when they start questioning, he just puts on some ear defenders. <laughs> He took ear defenders. I've never heard of a high school massacre where the kids was like health and safety. Yeah, well, know, that, but that's legend. like that's a kid that expected to shoot everybody and then just leave. <laughs> yeah, like well, I got to protect my hearing because you know I've got. I've, yeah, I've got, I've got, expected I've got, to survive. I've got a Queens of the Stone Age gig in a few weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, a lot of these kids have ear infections. I don't want the the, the blast back. To yeah. give me an ear infection. Yeah. I, I need my balance, you know. <laughs> ear defenders, I love it. <laughs> so much. One, because so many people are against health and safety, especially in schools. Like, you tell a kid to wear safety glasses, like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> it's like, I never had a problem with health and safety. No. So he's like, he's a law abiding guy. goggles in science class and stuff. And like, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's fine, I'll wear these. We're playing with acid. <laughs> But it's, even, it's such a small ask. Just, can you wear these glasses? Yeah. Like, can you wear these gloves? It's like, yeah, of course I can. Like, <laughs> it's not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not terrified of plastic. I'm not, you know, going to freak out. It's just, can you wear these, please? It's because so many Sounds people reasonable. are like, oh, it looks so stupid. 
But I suppose <laughs> if you're about to kill a bunch of people, it doesn't really matter because they're not going to remember what you look like. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, this is like teenage years, right? So it's like, you're going to look a lot more stupid once you go to your first uni social dressed up <laughs> yeah. as a zombie smurf yeah. or something like that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you can be fine. Yeah. So he was like aware enough to look after himself in this situation. And just, um, <laughs> just weighed up the pros and cons. <laughs> I was like, nah, just, uh, nah, just no, no, no. I, don't, I can't, you know... Science was interesting today. <laughs> I didn't know that bread had that much yeast. I think I'll just I'll move on. <laughs> Phone nine nine nine. <laughs> so onwards. Now I don't know why I find this funny. Well, I do. Um, a family of three have died after falling into a volcano. An eleven-year-old boy is. <laughs> Just fucking fell into a volcano. Uh, whoops! Oh god! <laughs> and again, it's probably it's probably so horrific. Like if you were to relive that experience, it had to be fucking horrible. Like they're uh, the eleven-year-old so boy. One has fallen in, the other has grabbed him, and they've kept basically, falling, and the other has grabbed him, and they've all fallen in. Basically, and ele- the eleven-year-old boy. <laughs> Uh, for, oh, it's a volcanic crater. Sorry, I don't know if that's different. Volcano's <laughs> way funnier. Um, the 11-year-old is believed to have fallen into the hole um, with his 42-year-old mother and 45-year-old father also falling in after attempting to save him. Oh. So, like, they saw you know him fall it in. They've really dived shit. or something like that. And, and the, um, it wasn't immediately... This... <laughs> It wasn't immediately clear if the family were overcome by gas or lava first, which is a bit trivia. Yeah. <laughs> did they fall unconscious or did they burn alive? What? Are you going to fall unconscious before you hit the lava? I can't see it happening. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, well, that's how like anaesthetics work. It's pr- pretty quick. Could be. Into- Volcanoes are unpredictable, Steve. Yeah. I mean- <laughs> yeah. What do I know? <laughs> uh, the couple's second son, age seven, Managed to get to safety. He just walked in the opposite direction. Oh, God. So, so you're a seven-year-old, and you've just watched your entire family fall into fall a volcano. And because I saw an image of it, it was literally like a large pothole. Right. So it wasn't like, <laughs> whoops, we fell in the volcano, volcano, <laughs> volcano. But it was literally like a bit of like a... Uh, with safety barriers around it and everything. And it was just like like a large pothole. That, so just Jesus. Like, on like a path up the mount up the volcano or whatever. That's, so yeah, they all just, just whoops. Well, the kid, the eleven-year-old kid, just yeah. got over the safety barriers and you know Ugh. just you know, didn't realize it was a volcano. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the parents obviously in desperation and panic, trying to save him, and they fell in. And the <laughs> seven-year-old's just like, you know, <laughs> can I have some ice cream, please? Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll melt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he crossed a safety barrier. Emergency crews rushed to the scene, but were unable to save the family. I mean, they're in a volcano. Like, quick, get the, get the epinephrine. It's, it's probably, you probably treat volcano the same way you treat peanut allergy, right? No, they fell into a volcano. Like, I mean, yeah, call the emergency crews, but like, don't worry about rushing. No. Yeah, just, you're, like, you're here on a red tape basis. Yeah. You're here for insurance you're here purposes. To confirm <laughs> that they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, kid. I know you've had a rough day. Look, here's some hot chocolate. Don't drink it too quick. It's molten. Sorry, sorry. It's uh, warm. Uh, so yeah, a bit of bad luck, I guess. <laughs> Going to some more freestyling stuff. Uh, I thought this was funny. Uh, a 21-year-old has died after reportedly being struck by a mechanical object whilst walking through a haunted house attraction. <laughs> like, it had to be in a haunted house it had to be right but, <laughs> and like a classic place where people were like trying to make their friends scared <laughs> well I just killed myself <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey <laughs> uh, he later died in hospital um, <laughs> Park Officials say he had wandered into a restricted area with local media reporting that he was struck by a massive coffin. So he was killed by a casket that just like swang out. <laughs> uh, the rides uh, is part of an of the amusement's annual Halloween fest. <laughs> with this particular ride promising visitors... The experience of being buried alive alone. <laughs> well, he got... He definitely got the real experience. They didn't bury him with anyone else. Come in here, we'll kill you with a coffin. And then you'll get to learn, like, the real world being buried alive alone experience. Before fighting their way out of their dark and eerie grave. Oh, that's apparently the ride. He didn't... Apparently, I'm assuming he didn't do that. Um, according to local media, visitors are supposed to get inside a coffin-turned-slide. Um, Mr. Chung, uh, this, yeah, it was in Hong Kong, Mr. Chung was among a group getting an early look at the rides on offer at this year's Halloween-themed festival, which begins on the 5th of October. Police said the investigation is ongoing, <laughs> and the ride has been closed. <laughs> oh, God. It's just a haunted house. You got killed in a haunted house. <laughs> This is so bizarre. I've On a in... ride that's I... being buried alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I've, I've been in those, like, those haunted houses at fun fairs where you sit in a tiny little carriage and it takes you around a stupid little maze of things popping up at you and spraying foam at you and shit. And it's like, oh, I couldn't see anything in there that was potentially deadly. <laughs> Nor any point where I could get off and go and explore on my own. <laughs> Just a big door saying, don't come in here. <laughs> well, I'll yeah. go in there then. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a bunch of articles that um, I am not sure if we've done before. They're notes that I've stored somewhere else. Um, we talked about a pensioner got shot in the eye during a protest against loads of flies. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> A pensioner who was protesting about flies in a South Yorkshire village has been shot in the eye with a paintball gun. <laughs> Paul Thompson, 70, um, was demonstrating with his neighbours about filthy conditions because um, he's close to two industrial plants when he was approached by a man in a balaclava. Um, and I, I remember this story vaguely. It's basically this in these industrial areas were just fl like tipping rubbish out everywhere and it was just loads of flies around the whole area. And people lived there. 
Yeah, so they were like protesting about trying to get these industrial businesses to start cleaning uh, <laughs> um, stuff up. Uh, a retired lorry driver said that there was a group of us protesting about the flies and smell coming from the companies nearby. When a chap on a big quad bike turned up, he pulled out a gun and started to fire at us. <laughs> Fucking up. I got hit in the eye and arm, and other people got hit too. He was just shooting. People's cars were hit and houses, and then he sped off. <laughs> so, just a drive by paintball shooting of. I've got to imagine that this has nothing to do with the protest. It was just a kid being a. Di- I was a dick when I was a kid. <laughs> One of my favorite moments when my, my, my mate, I had a mate who was older than me. When he passed his driving test, we used to drive, just drive around. Uh, just being stupid. One of the things we do is just throw eggs at people. And my favourite moment was hitting someone, hitting a couple in the face when they're about to kiss. Oh. <laughs> Innocent fun, but it's not good. No. Like, that's pretty bad. Throwing shit at people. Like, the, getting like, hit in the face with an egg. The air horn thing is annoying, but it's yeah. forgivable because you're not really doing anything. Yeah, ex- yeah, it, it's a nuisance. Yeah. yeah well, the egg was assault. Like, it was yeah, literally yeah. like, you know, I don't know. The eggs were in date, you know. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't chemical attack. But, you know, so you're expecting to say, you know, oh, I love you, honey. I love you too. Egg! Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably I imagine, a lot less dangerous than throwing the chicken. Yeah. So I imagine, like, just pulling up and shooting people with paintballs is probably in the same energy. It's not justified. But it's there's a lot more damage you can do with a paintball gun than an egg. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's a... It's a gun at the end of the day. It's made to <laughs> it's made to inflict some kind of damage whether yeah. on inanimate objects or people or whatever. Yeah, and like the there's protesters, the elderly protesters complaining about the smell. <laughs> Let's go shoot them. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a dick move. Yeah. But he it's a man got shot in the eye for protesting about flies. So I thought that was funny. Um have you <laughs> did we cover this one? A one armed machete wielding clown was arrested? Uh, Doesn't ring bells. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> a man has been accused of drunkenly strolling down a main road wearing a black hooded sweatshirt and a clown mask. Well, he's not a clown. <laughs> if he's no. wearing a hoodie, he's not a clown. No, he's no. just wearing a clown mask. He's a drunk with a machete um, and brandishing a machete taped to where his arm had been amputated. Okay. Oh, all right. That adds a whole new level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was in Maine, apparently. Um, 31-year-old Corey Berry of Hollis was arrested and only had a $200 bail. So just want to go out for a late-night walk with a machete strapped to your arm. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, maybe it was too short and I ended up cutting it before. <laughs> um, I think we've definitely had something similar. Um, Bangladeshi model kills self whilst on video call to husband. No, uh, no, 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 that seems new one. as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. She um, sent her daughter away to her mother's, and then just um, it is said that while the model hung herself, she was on a video call with her husband. So it wasn't even like a quick and easy shotgun to the face. She just oh. like, just hi, honey. I'll be right back. <laughs> Let me get my bucket and rope, and Christ. just hang myself in front of. Fucking hell. The, the, the thing I find funny about that is who hangs up. I mean, obviously she doesn't. Well, she's hung up. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't hang up that Skype call, would you? You'd no. be like, well, 
when when does I don't know, Ashton Kutcher come out and say, hey? Yeah. yeah, it was like, well, I need the line to call the police, but I can't <laughs> hang up on my daughter who's killing herself. Or husband? Or, husband. <laughs> no, no, yeah, the, the husband's and wife. Yeah. Just watch this. That takes some spite, right? Yeah. I mean, that's one hell of a way to divorce someone. I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, till death do us part or whatever, but... <laughs> That's a bit of a malicious way to fucking. I remember, to fucking I remember do. reading this horrific story, and I cannot remember whereabouts it was. It was there were bears, so that was <laughs> I'm trying. I was trying to place where it is in the world because I get the feeling it's in Canada, but I think the people were Russian. I'm right. not sure. Um, but there was a woman that was chased down. A daughter was chased down by like a, a bear or a couple of bears or something. There was mm. a, there was um, a, like a family of bears. And uh, the person she was with was killed. And then she tried to get away and she called her mum while she was on the phone to her mum. They came back to her and she stayed on the phone to her mum while the bears were eating her alive. It's like just just trying to get help or something. But like her mum just listened to her daughter being eaten by bears. I I, I know I always say you should phone me more. (laughs) But... Not when you're not not when someone's eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's obviously desperation trying to find help, but she can't. Yeah. Obviously, not expecting any help. No. Because again, I can't call anyone. You, you but then, hold so, so at that point, you get to a point where it's like, well, this is the final moments of my life, or mm. this is my final moments of my daughter's life. I, I need to try and comfort her in this <laughs> horrific situation. Mm. Which you know, nature sorts it out anyway. I mean, you already release endorphins that make your your own death better. Yeah, you go. Right. To I mean, if you've got, if you, if you got you. the common sense to phone someone, yeah, whilst you know your legs are gone and someone's chewing on your, you know, your pelvis, yeah, you, like you you you're not experiencing all the pain of a sober person. Like you, <laughs> yeah. your body's kind of accepted it. You've just decided to torture your parents. Yeah, you've just been like, you know what? I I I think my mum would like this. <laughs> <laughs> And now they're working their way through my lower intestine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, to pay you back for um, forgetting picking me up on that rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> Have all this issues. Because even if you forgot, I just want you to know that I remembered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. The oh, bears. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last one from me. Um, two nurses have been fired after they were caught giving newborn babies the finger. (laughs) (laughs) So there's these two nurses who were just Snapchatting their friends, and one of the captions reads, how I currently feel about these mini Satans. And it's just (laughs) giving it the finger. Um, Another thing they did, which is maybe worse, but it's a fucking baby. I mean, uh, also making it dance to rap music. I mean... Whether people were offended about the genre of music was or it just gangster rap, or was it like <laughs> I don't know, but just picking up someone's baby and bouncing it around is basically. I, I imagine what the what the thing what the, what the pain is. Mm. Uh, one of the nurses who worked for a naval hospital in Jacksonville, Florida, took a Snapchat picture of herself doing that. Uh, also showed the woman that they did a video of her of her dancing. It's got a hundred thousand shares and comments on the social media. <laughs> One comment said, "Do you not realise this is someone's child? You're acting like it's a toy." Yeah, she knows. She's a nurse. She's a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's been taught that that thing there is a baby. 
right? It's not yours, but, you know, that's a human being. Yeah. And they got fired. I mean, <laughs> I guess it's kind of misconduct, but the baby doesn't care. Like, if you give a, if you give a baby the finger... Like it's it's going to be like, oh, is that just something else I can suck on? Or are yeah. you pointing at something? Or what's going on? Or was it the shiny stuff? Yeah. And making a baby dance. I mean, people don't like being made to dance at weddings and stuff. So I guess maybe it's like, I'm not really... <laughs> the baby's just like, no, I'm, not, 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 I'm not really a dancer yet. I don't... I can't walk. <laughs> yeah, he's got no... He's, the baby, doesn't, he's got no, like, self-esteem issues or anything. Like, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a child. <laughs> but yeah, right, in, in the same breath, right, I imagine... I would be more upset by someone picking up my baby and playing with it like yeah. a toy, like making it dance. But as much as I would find it funny to give a newborn baby the finger, there there is some kind of primal thing that's like, you gave the finger to my baby. Yeah. <laughs> That it would be it, it would be a genuine emotional issue. Yeah, it's not a real issue. No, it's I understand like it'd be a weird thing, but it itself mm. is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, if someone gave the finger to my dog, I'd be I'd understand that it wasn't. I mean, they're not trying to offend the dog. No, but I'd just be like, why? You're obvious. <laughs> you know that you're doing that to the dog. And they don't comprehend. Yeah. So you're doing it for me to witness you doing it. Yeah. So you're trying to communicate to me, fuck you. Yeah. And I would draw those. I don't know whether those make sense, but <laughs> those are the lines. Those are the dots that I would connect. Yeah. But then it's like, I don't, it's like people, I, I have full on conversations with the animals in my house. And like, they don't, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. there's no comprehension. Conversations. Well, it's not back and forth. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no, but if, if they happen to make a sound. Yeah. or something then like I fill in there half of the conversation and, or like I imagine this is what you were saying so like yeah. you have fish uh, I have a shrimp okay <laughs> is he a talkative shrimp no 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 no, no I don't actually it's, shellfish don't count I, no, I've, I've never done it with the fish it's always with the the, <laughs> the, 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 the dog and the cats never played boggle with a fish no done it with a cat but not a fish no no, no. You can't too put, low down on the pecking you order you can't put plastic in the water it fucks with the chemistry of it <laughs> no but you can pull a fish out of water yeah yeah they're, they're happiest just, like that just shove it in the boggle box and like, oh that's great <laughs> yeah you're shuffling the letters all the drowning time. that's loads of <laughs> help 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 I like it great. <laughs> you can only have you can name it once it's a smart fish <laughs> why why do you have talk with your pets is it just uh, a way of it's in the same way yourself. that I talk to myself. It's just if they happen to be around, I deflect onto them as a separate person. So it's like it's, it's I can you can you kind of stem your own craziness. So it doesn't seem like you're so mental for talking to yourself because mm. you're not. You're talking to your dog, and your dog yeah, understands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you do you notice a difference in conversation when you're either talking to yourself or talking to your dogs as opposed to thinking it? Um, and you, I'm trying to make efforts to talk more. To myself, or to my dog, because oh, right. the, the the dog thing does initiate some kind of social interaction. Well, I, I and I've found that healthy. So I'm like, oh, I'll do it a bit more. I don't know, but I don't know if you talk to yourself anyway. Like I've always had a habit of talking to myself a lot, but only when mm. I'm like completely alone. Yeah, I do it in the like, car. Quite I a do lot. it a lot in the car. Yeah, but like around the house, like at the at the minute, I've been talking to myself constantly. <laughs> like, and not, like not all the time, but like. All of my thoughts are vocalized 
like you know when you go through th- even mm. when you go through lists of stuff in your head like stuff you have to do you're like uh so but now those thoughts i are out loud if there's if there's no one about i'll i'll vocalize them i don't know why it's, yeah. it, maybe it's just it's an easier way for me to work through things and comprehend things and, and whatever if it's if i have to put an effort into into speaking well i know there's there's people who say that if they write something down they're more likely to remember it um and i got there's some people who say that <laughs> yeah, I wrote a memory book when I was a kid, and it said that it said about that because I know a few people who would write write lists mm. of what they were to do, and because they've got the memory of deciding it and the memory of writing it down and reading it, then there's more memories to read. And there's and this guy in this book said, "Don't do that because then your brain relies on the paper to remember." <laughs> and at the time, that made quite a lot of sense, but now that I think about it a little bit more, it's like <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, maybe it, it it puts less pressure on you to remember something because all you need to remember is where the paper is, and it just that just does the same thing. So it's kind of irrelevant. But yeah. you should instead of doing that, you should exercise your memory and, and like make it stronger. Yeah. But the paper's not remembering anything. I don't know. I just, I just I I just kind of like talking to myself and like just using stupid voices and singing stupid songs and like. I don't, I don't know. It's 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 enjoyable. It's always like it's almost just a form of improv, I guess. Mm. But is it usually positive things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, no. It's it's just, <laughs> it's, it's it's as cynical as I am. Like, it's just it's it's just it's just how I am when I'm. Actually, it's it's not how I am when I'm talking to you. I don't know. Mm. It's 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 more kind of it's it's. I think it's more hyperactive than that. Um, but like it's it's not always positive. It's just it's just however I'm feeling at the time. Sometimes I'll be bitching about something, and sometimes I'll be happy about something. I don't know. What what have you bitched about? Um, that's bitching about something is usually like when I'm, if I'm having a had a an issue at work or something. It's like it's an argument that I feel like I'm that I feel the need to have with my boss. Except I'll have it with myself. Mm. Things like that, or with usual things, members of your family and stuff like that that you that you want to get out but you don't get out because it's it's just going to cause problems that kind of thing if you've suffered from any of the issues raised in today's podcast <laughs> please feel free to <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm genuinely interested i'm genuinely interested i can't believe that i i I find it really weird to explain this to you because you seem like the kind of person to me that would that would perfectly comprehend comprehend the idea of spending oh, time talking to yourself. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm not aware of myself that much. I, yeah. I do because I know it's a dude, and I'd have done it a lot more um, now that I've got a dog. But yeah, there's certainly things that I've felt the need to articulate to the air. Yeah, that's kind of made it more concrete and kind of made it more. Especially with something fun, like, yeah, so with the OCD that yeah. I brought up last week, I think that there's, I have an opinion about it and I'm trying to figure out the best way to articulate it. And as soon as you kind of have the small realizations of like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because that's kind of what my whole brain is most of the time is my subconscious is doing something and my conscious mind is chasing after it. Yeah. Whereas I think most people the other way around, their conscious mind is away doing something and the subconscious is screaming at them like, please <laughs> yeah. sort me out. I'm the other way around. And so, yeah, I think I have articulated. I just haven't noticed. It's, it's either so normal to me that it no longer registers to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I do it. I, with OCD, I think it was I realized that I'm the opposite of OCD for different reasons. Like, I'm not a hoarder, <laughs> but 
I'm I'm not a hoard. I'm I've got similarities to more similarities to a hoarder than I do someone with OCD. Yeah. So, but it's not because I'm obsessing about I need all this stuff together. I'm just lazy, <laughs> and there's just. <laughs> <laughs> previously on podcasts I've told you about my confusion about why people are upset when the bathroom smells like piss not my bathroom <laughs> just bathrooms like, oh this bathroom doesn't like, smell very nice well, yeah, like, piss yeah, in there. just accept that people <laughs> shit in this room it's going to have a smell of shit like who yeah. cares but that's a, that's a classic hoarder mentality <laughs> <laughs> why does it smell like shit well there's shit in the corner I mean <laughs> what, do you, what the fuck do you expect <laughs> But I think that if <laughs> I think obsessive compulsive people, they they care. They obviously care way more about their self esteem than I do. <laughs> and I don't know whether that means that I've got a healthier one or they've got a healthier one or whatever. But they're so they're, they're so active in improving their surroundings and their lives. Admittedly, to a point of illness, but I'm doing the complete opposite. I'm just not. Doing, I'm just <laughs> not doing a thing. <laughs> so. The, f- the thing I find interesting about OCD people is I don't understand why they do it, why they... Like, I, I like to challenge the OCD stuff that they do, but I think on, on, on a somewhat deeper level, I just... I just... It's not, it's not I'm jealous of it. I just find it... I find it interesting that they're, they've decided to obsess about improving their life, whereas I'm just kind of... No, nah, nah, don't care. <laughs> Should care, <laughs> but just... <laughs> There was a. I've got to bring. I mean to bring this up. There was um, uh, <laughs> a woman that I started talking to. I can't remember what it was on. As I try and look through my uh, my apps for it, there was this um, woman who started to flirt with me, and we started talking. And she kept on bringing up the unconscious world, and I'm like, she kept on trying to get me to ask her about how to have lucid dreams. And I was just like, I have enough problems when I'm conscious. <laughs> I started trying to do that uh, yeah. a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. But you see... It's not I've, like I've a massively involved process. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. And that's the problem I have. I forget to do it. I've had, I've had lucid dreams before. And I think that I, I was very aware of a dream. I had a point where, as a kid, if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't like the dream I was having, I would just be like, you know, shake your head like a Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> and that dream would go sit in a waiting room. <laughs> and then another dream would start. I, I remember having them when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but not but for a long I'm time. not motivated. For some reason, I'm not motivated to have them at all. Like, what, I'm what really interested in the idea of using it to just kind of be more productive or to live out certain fantasies and stuff that you just yeah. can't in real life. But would... My assumption is you wouldn't get as good sleep, but I don't know whether that's true or not. It's it's no, apparently that's not true yeah. uh, because it's only during the period of time when you would normally be dreaming anyway. In which case your your conscience your consciousness is already active, so you're essentially aren't you, aren't you using it more? Um, if, yes, and if you've been affected an, by yeah. any of them. <laughs> You just you're just using it more effectively, I think, because yeah. uh, in that point, you, the reason everything just makes perfect sense in a dream is because your brain's not trying to make sense of anything. It's just saying like, well, of course the sky is purple. So, so the assumption yeah, yeah. is like, oh, the sky is always purple. This yeah. is perfectly normal. Uh, whereas you, so it's not. You, you're not trying to make sense of things. I guess you're just waking up the part of your brain that that does, but it's still only in that point where you would normally be dreaming, which is only one stage of your sleep. 
Mm. So like you, um, I, 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 I don't know personally because it's been a long time since I've had a lucid dream. But mm. I, but from from everything that I read, they were always just like, no, it doesn't affect your sleep in the slightest. Like you still are, are perfectly rested. Sleep is essentially just you're just dumping waste chemicals from your brain. That's all it's there for. Yeah, but it does that by kind of powering down. Yeah, and I, yeah. I guess my assumption is that if you're controlling, if your conscious is more active, then it's not as powered down. But again, that could yeah, be complete thing, bollocks. Yeah, what you're saying makes perfect sense. But like, I'd, hypothetically, but it's like yeah. it might just mean not how the brain works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then sleep's still a fucking weird thing, anyway. People, scientists still aren't exactly sure why we do it <laughs> because because it's like well, it's it's if it's just a chemical dump why doesn't it work in the same way that the liver does the liver just fucking does it you don't need to affect mm. any other part of your part of your body in order to do it it just fucking gets on with it you stay perfectly conscious so why do we need this state of like total unawareness and unconsciousness in order mm. to in order to do it but like then all animals do it yeah 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 it's not like there's even fish sleep mm. but it's well, i'm pretty sure they do they have they have a they they have a very definite state of rest, but they can't close their eyes. So okay. like, yeah, it's, you it's, can it's sleep a bit different. Closing your eyes, some but, people yeah. do, and it's fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> staring at the sky. It's it's just the idea of having your eyes open and snoring, <laughs> which freaked me out. <laughs> but yeah, like evolution, like practically, it would be better if you didn't sleep. Yeah, and I imagine that you can, up to a certain point, get like as little sleep as possible. Yeah. and still function. But it's everyone's just kind because of, we need such explosive energy sometimes. Mm. I think it's just like just put, just don't idle your body. Just be like, ah, just turn off for a while. Yeah. I guess the benefits of powering down your brain, if that's all it is for, that is like rest your entire body. It's just it's just it's good, good for quick so service. much stuff. Like all of your the all of your growth that you get, do from mm. exercising happens while you're sleeping. All of, like all of the hormones that you need to, 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 to operate and to grow and everything, that all kind of kicks in properly while you're sleeping. And if you don't sleep properly, like but bodybuilders have to sleep a hell of a lot because mm. if they don't sleep properly, they don't grow. Like mm. it's, it's fucking, it's fucking bizarre. The thing that I always found weird was like, well, why is just sitting down not, not relaxed enough? your muscles to recover like why is that not rest enough if it's just about physical recovery mm. like it's it just see it just seems strange i don't i don't, I don't yeah so, but that's just it like people they still don't really understand why we sleep it's yeah yeah so yeah well yeah if you i'm not gonna look into lucid dreaming but if you if you're looking if you are looking into it yeah yeah see, there's, there's certain exercises and things that you do and i started doing it for a couple of weeks so yeah i'll, I'll, I'll carry on with it just yeah. to see if anything happens but apparently like it's just like people are just like it can suddenly happen for some people for other people it takes months mm. like it's just it's just a matter of who you are and how you built well i don't really remember my dreams to be fair just uh well that's only that's, a, that's a big part of it like mm. and i found out actually i found after a couple of days like a big part of it was taking like a dream diary like yeah, yeah. as soon as you wake up whatever bit of your dream you remember you write in as much detail as you can and i found that as the days went on i think i did it for about a fortnight mm. and as the days went on i found it much easier and easier yeah. and easier to remember the dreams like it was it was all just kind of coming back so and, and that's a big part of it. it's about just it's about being conscious yeah yeah the part about lucid dreaming is you're, you're awake yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. you got any? Uh, um, I was actually just going to stop because my voice is completely fried. Um, okay. So, it's, do you want? Do you want me to go through? Yeah, yeah. Right. No, it's fine. <laughs>
We'll just do it the little way here. All right. For more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations Head over to www.pullingteeth.audio And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn Maybe all three Ratings and comments would be nice as well If you've got any questions or comments Find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature Or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media You can drop us an email at podcast at PullingTeeth.audio for more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at SingItSteve and at Nick Snip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.